This week's episode is brought to you by Quantum Reflex Integration, or QRI, which uses cold lasers to repair neurological communication using acupuncture points. Parents find the program easy to implement in their home at their convenience, saying, hands down the best therapy that we do. Visit reflexintegration.net and use code QRILUCKYFEW for a free QRI computer harmonizer valued at $159 when you purchase an essential package today. Hey friends, welcome to episode 45 of the Lucky Few podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Micah, Mercedes, and Heather. And friends, we are in the middle of October, our favorite month of the year, also known as Down Syndrome Awareness Month. And we're having so much fun interviewing um, all these amazing narrative shifters and seeing how all of you are celebrating Down Syndrome Awareness Month along with us um, in all your places around the world um, where you are are advocating and showing people how beautiful life with Down syndrome can be. So we are excited to let you know that this week um, for our episode, we're heading back in time to our time in Nashville with the Down Syndrome Diagnosis Network, where we, um, with with the Rockin' Moms Retreat, And while we were there in Nashville, we got to sit down with a fierce and powerful narrative shifter, Stephanie Thompson from Down Syndrome Adoption Network. Um, And we got to talk about one of our most asked about topics, adoption. But first, we are excited to let you know something very special, that the Lucky Few podcast is coming at you with a live event. What? So, yeah. Everybody, go to your calendar right now. I want you to lift up, because I know you have a paper calendar. Lift the page, change it (laughs) over to November 21st. I want you to take a red marker. I want you to do a big circle. Now, if you live somewhere that is not Southern California, that's okay. You just need to get on, go look at the, go find yourself a flight deal, get some friends, get on an airplane. Come to Monrovia, California on November 21st, and we will be having a live event that day. All of you guys, we are so excited for this, and uh, we are going to have more information on our website as well as tickets. So head over to theluckyfewpodcast.com after you've circled November 21st on your calendar, and we we can't wait to see you there. And for now... We are going to head over to our interview with Stephanie Thompson from Down Syndrome Adoption Network. Thank you for joining us, friends. Welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. And today we are still here, another episode recorded at the DSDN Rock and Moms Retreat. My voice is almost gone because for two days straight I've been talking, um, which I love. It's so fun. But we're here. We're so excited to be talking to Stephanie Thompson, who is the director of the National Down Syndrome Adoption Network, an organization that played a major role in bringing Mercedes and Sunflower together and creating their family. And we are so thankful for all the families that they have helped to build and the children with Down syndrome they have helped give homes to. You all know here on the podcast, we're big fans of adoption. They are shifting the narrative around Down syndrome and adoption, and we are so happy to have them here today. Mercedes, I'm going to you, girl. I want you 
to bring our guest on to introduce her. Okay, give a special bond. Yay! This is really special for me because this is Stephanie and I meeting face-to-face, not just through phone calls or um, emails. So this is so great. Um, Six years ago, when... Or I guess, yeah, a little bit over six years ago, um, we were finished with our home study and ready to be, um, what was it, home study ready? or yeah, what home it, study ready. I was, you were home we were study home ready. study ready. And I had contacted Stephanie a little bit before we were done with our home study. And she's like, just let me know when you're done and when you're ready. And so I w- immediately called her and I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what you did. I did. <laughs> and um, I just remember right off the bat knowing once I talked to you that this, you were going to be a significant part of our journey. Like you were just so on it whenever I emailed you or called you because moms are wild, especially moms waiting for their babies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we call a lot. <laughs> And that's okay. And email that's why a we're lot. here. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you basically held my hand so gracefully and in such a loving and fun way through the process of adoption. And um, I don't know how much we could divulge, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess you know more about the story behind I, the scenes. I do. Uh, yes. So you tell me. <laughs> yes. So with your story, it was. Actually, um, it's so easy for me to remember. So I've helped um, the, no, I'm sorry, the National Down Syndrome Adoption Network has helped so many families in the six years since we have met. But yours sticks out because I will never forget when the mom said, I know that my baby is here for another family. Mm. And it was just absolutely. And she was bawling. She was crying out of joy because she said, I know (laughs) that this child is meant for another family. And I know you have that family. And I said, I do. So I sent her and I'm crying now. (laughs) So I sent families and, you know, family profiles and she immediately bonded with you and with Andrew, Andy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she immediately bonded and then she, then she said it again, crying, calling, saying, you know, this is their baby and they, they need to come here. I said, oh. okay. And so then I shifted it to you and uh, I think I called you. You did and I yeah. said, and I think you even, you told me, you're like, um, there's a bright, brand new baby girl. And <laughs> I had, but we've been open to a boy or a girl but I really wanted a girl (laughs) and we were open up to, I think one years old, but I really wanted a newborn. (laughs) So Stephanie was telling me all the things. I remember being at a restaurant with two of my really good friends and, um, stepping outside. Once I saw Stephanie's phone number light up my phone and, and I think you said, if you want to talk to Andy about it, I said, no, he says, yes, (laughs) send him my profile. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Right away. Don't wait. Yes. Another minute. And um, I just remember feeling like, oh, I think this is it. Yeah. Like getting that tug in my heart. Like, yeah. I think this is it. Yeah, that was it. And then do you remember when I called you? Did I call you to let you know that you were Sunflower's parents? Yes. Okay. I'm and you to- call and you told me the baby's name was Sunny. Okay. And that was another like. Oh my gosh! The I baby do remember. Girl yes, Sunny, you're like a yes. blonde blue. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? 
funny. That's right. That's right. Yes. It was just also really exciting and beautiful. And we weren't waiting long. Like our whole process from beginning to end for adoption was only six months. And we took a month off because everything was happening so fast. Um, just to like go on a baby moon and then just like really be in prayer and in thankfulness of the whole process. And even during that time, um, once we were home study ready, I think it was like probably two weeks total that me and you were going back and forth about some other kiddos, Mm -hmm. but how even God redeemed that. Like we had said no to one baby that I am friends with now like I'm friends with the mom and we do play dates and I was like oh my goodness because that's a weird feeling in adoption when you're like no I want to adopt a kiddo and then you're presented with a kiddo and then you say no and you're just like I don't know is that right is that okay but there are you do feel led like you feel what's right Mm -hmm. and you don't know how to explain it and it feels weird but I really felt like God blessed that for me because that was like a little bit of moment of turmoil of saying no to a baby that needed a home and then turn around and me and that family like are so close, their family is so close with our family and we even have kiddos that are pretty all close in age and we kind of share a mirrored life. It's fun. It's fun. (laughs) Um, So fun. So let's talk about, let's talk about the Down Syndrome Adoption Network. Um, and tell us more, tell us more about the work you do. And I know there's a lot of questions within that, but tell us about it. Yes. So we are, first of all, we're a domestic program. So we only serve the United States and that's just because I just feel led. That's where I feel led just to serve. I tried to help with international and it was overwhelming and it just felt God was like, mm mm pull back. (laughs) So um, my heart is domestic. So we just serve um, just babies and families within the United States. And what happens is, is when um, an expectant parent gets a diagnosis, um, we've heard the stories. So a lot of the stories that I am hearing are, uh, my doctor just told me that my baby has Down syndrome through the blood test or the amnio. And then they told me about termination. And that's the only option that they gave me. Mm -hmm. And so I came home and I Googled Down syndrome adoption and you were the first one to come up. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, so let's talk. And then, and then, you know, and it's a very hard conversation. It's all through tears and it's all through grief. They're just grieving the, you know, if you've, if you're, if you're a mom who's had a child and you've had that diagnosis, there is a grieving period. And with me having a child, so my son is 27, I got that diagnosis because I'm a bio mom. Mm -hmm. And so I can walk um, and I can sit in grief with them. Mm. And they just, it really helps them because they're like, wait a second, I'm not alone. And I said, absolutely not. I know what this feels like. You are grieving. Let's just sit in it. It's okay. Let's talk. And so we sit and we talk through that grief and then we talk about i know i kind of i just kind of lead them okay do you even know what down syndrome is and they say actually i don't i said okay let's let's go there let's talk about down syndrome and let's get educated on resources and things and then you kind of see the grief starting to you know go away they're coming out on the other side and they're say okay well what does it look like to parent and I said, well, here, let me give you, you know, let's talk about parenting. So if that happens, that's the conversations that we have now. And close to, I say close to half decide to parent. 
So, yeah. And if they if they decide that, you know, thank you so much for the information and support, I still don't feel like I could parent a child. I say, okay, well, then let's let's walk in the adoption process then. So I walk alongside them and we pull in an agency in their state and then we talk about um, what they're looking for in a family. And then I have families on our registry right now, and I will pull in a kind of, it's like a, a database. So I'll just put in parameters of what they're looking for, the parameters of the baby, and it kicks out families that would be a best fit for mm. what the birth family is looking for. And then I contact those families, just like I contacted Sunny and said, would you like to present? And if they don't, I completely understand that, that heart. I completely understand because um, I want all of our adoptive families to listen to that voice mm -hmm. that's saying this doesn't feel like the right situation for me, but I know there's one out there. And so the families that want to present are presented to the um, expectant family or birth family, and then they choose the family. And then I step back just right behind them. The agency walks with them until placement. So you guys are not an agency. We are not an agency. Will you explain that to the listeners? Because I know we get asked so many questions about adoption. So explain the difference between what, why, or what makes you not an agency. Yes. What makes me, what makes the NDSA and not an agency is that I'm not a social worker and I don't have a license to do adoption work, like the paperwork and the counseling okay. and the attorney, the attorney um, issues. So what I basically am really is I'm support. I'm connection, I'm comfort, I'm counseling, I'm Down syndrome parent education, I'm Down mm -hmm. syndrome adoption education. So it's more of a, a connection, a connection, a connection education program yeah, that yeah. we have. And it's yeah. it sounds so holistic to me. I I love hearing how you are walking with these parents who are just getting the diagnosis mm -hmm. and like really don't know where to turn and there's you know we talk all the time about how there's so little information offered by doctors and you know how many you know that's part of what dsdn is trying to do is change the way that that geneticists and doctors are communicating the prenatal diagnosis but um i love that this is it's not just something where you are jumping in at like you know at eight months mm. it's you're there from the beginning you're walking with these um, these moms and I love hearing that you're having those conversations too of like you are capable of doing this mm -hmm. yeah yeah um, I want to talk about too just because I know I get these questions a lot for our listeners the differences between a domestic and international because you were saying that you feel pulled towards domestic and I know that they're so so different yes. um, but what are some of the major differences you see specifically for adoption for kids with Down syndrome the parameters so uh, countries ask for different parameters of parents for instance china so i am since i am more of a domestic professional but i know in china they have things like um you know you can only have a certain amount of children um you can only be a certain age uh, i do know that you have to have a certain bmi <laughs> so to meet the chinese standards and then uh, i do know that they just changed the parameter where you used to be able to have cancer and be in remission for five years and I believe now you just can't have ever had cancer so it's things like that so each country has these parameters that the United States does not have so basically 
with getting um, on our registry, we have the only parameters we have is you must have a domestic home study that approves you to adopt a child with Down syndrome. We are all inclusive. So you can be a traditional couple, you can be a same sex couple, you can be a single mom, single dad. And if you're approved to adopt a, down, a child with Down syndrome, we welcome you. Now, there are agencies that have parameters, like a lot of them want you to be married for three years. They want you to be over the age of 25. And then, like, like nationwide, um, it's, it's suggested that there's no more than a 40-year difference between the child and the adoptive parent. So. And isn't there a minimum, too? A minimum? Like 10 years? Um, like some, yes, yes, there are, I have heard of that. Um, yes, I have heard of that. And I have heard of them being 18 and then I have heard that they could adopt an eight year old with the 10 year minimum. It's really, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> so I know that's, that's so, so weird, but yeah, I have heard of that. I don't know if it's through every state, yeah. but I have heard of that. And I think, sorry, I think that that's often like it's siblings adopting. Yes. Siblings. Yes. You know, I think like it's, it's for siblings. Like an 18 year old sister wants to adopt her younger siblings. Yes. Usually. I think yeah. there's a lot of 18 year olds out there applying for an adoption. Correct. I don't think that, I don't think it's a good idea. Yes. <laughs> Officially not on board. Yes. Official <laughs> statement. Um, I've always uh, wanted to know, and you could speak to this too, um, since we were talking about babies, um, but you guys place all ages, right? Or we under 18? We, yes, absolutely. So we play, we, if, if a mom calls us, um, you know, the prenatal, all the way to if their child is 18, we will help. Um, now, I, you know, with private adoption, 90% of the private adoptions that we help with are newborns okay. or, yeah, pre, well, prenatal, but you have, to, you can't be matched or you can't um, have an adoption prenatally. <laughs> you okay. have to wait for the child to be born. And when child is born, placement occurs. And then I have had privately, I think my oldest child might have been maybe 14, mm. where the mom just was, you know, homeless and mm. just there was, you know, not receiving any assistance. And this is, of course, what we do is we try to provide those supports for her. We say, no, before you make this decision, first of all, we're going to bring in supports mm -hmm. for your county. So I'll, you know, help her with the county and when I'll pull in the Down syndrome support groups mm -hmm. and all of that to help. Um, and then so, if, but if that, you know, does not work, then yes, then, then we do help with, you know, any age up to 18. Yes. I've been curious since the time um, that I've adopted in the six years, social media has really blown up. Do you think that's helped with um, increase of waiting families? Oh my gosh, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, I that's the, that. yes, because I just noticed that when we post, because um, on our Facebook page and our Instagram page, we will post about the children in foster care that we're advocating for. And I noticed that after that post, we start getting messages saying, how do I adopt? And I'd like to figure out, you know, um, the, and, uh, how to get a home study and all those things. So that really helps to see that visual because there are children right now in foster care that need families. Mm. And that really, um, there are some parents and it, it, yeah, they can, they, it's, it hits them that they're right. like, maybe this is what I want to do. What do you tell them? Because we get that question a lot. Like, how do I adopt? And, and you know, every state is different. Every starting point is different. Like I thought I was going to go with one agency and then we switched we changed our mind we went with a different one like um where how do you answer that questions for others 
for how to get started. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's, it's, I'm, and this is why I work so much. This is why I work too much. And that's why I, and I love my job so much is because I invest in every person that calls me, I invest. And so what that means is it, it's different for every person. So I say, tell me your story. So where are you in life? You know, what, why do you want to do this? And so it's really personalized. Yeah. Um, and so that's why probably why I don't sleep because I, it's just, I, I don't give pat answers to every family. Right. So it's just with getting started, I need to know their why. Do you want to get started? I need to know, um, you know, what, what are you looking for um, in your family? What are you, what are you wanting to do with making an adoption plan? Um, and then where are you it just it, with experience with Down syndrome? Tell me what you know about Down syndrome. So I will have families that will say, I actually had a, um, a much, um, much older lady call me and say, well, I want a Down's baby because they're full of joy <laughs> and they hug all the time. Oh, and you're and like, I, ooh, you're yeah. getting all the stereotypes and, I, and yeah. wrong things and I to said, say. I said, well, um, I, here's what we need to do before we do anything. I'd love for you to join your parent group. No, nope, not doing that. I'm, I stick to myself and I know what it is. So I said, okay, well, um, I'm again going to ask you to educate yourself. I'll send you resources. And why don't six months you call me back? <laughs> so it really depends on where the person is. And I personalize everything. And I'll walk you through step by step. This is very true. Like I said, she was very attentive to me and held my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, man, you've, you've given us so much information. I know there's so much more you could tell us about um, is if there's one thing that you would want our listeners to know about the work you're doing, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, let me try to, cause or I'm you like, could say top three. I'm things, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, wait, let's see. Let me take this from an hour down to <laughs> like bullet points. Um, what's so important for, for me, first of all, if you join your registry and I hope Mercedes, she has, has expressed this. And, um, I am very attentive to all of our families. When you fall, when you um, get on our registry, I instantly love you. So you're, you're making this journey and it is tough. Um, adoption is tough. Adoption is absolutely wonderful. It's a beautiful, you know, um, uh, story at the end, <laughs> the journey can be very mm. tough. And I know this. And so I want to make sure that all families know that I am there for them and I'm going to walk through them and hold their hands. But what's really helpful is, first of all, that you do know what Down syndrome is. If you're listening to this podcast, then you do. So you're already got a little bonus point. And so and having knowing what Down syndrome is, having that hands on experience. If you have a child, that's fantastic. A lot of expectant and new parents when they're asking about, um, you know, I want I, I want to make an adoption plan. And I would love for the family to have either a child with Down syndrome or experience. Mm -hmm. That's great. So bonus points again. Um, but just the, the other, I know I could just go on and on and on about, but those no, are the top, yeah, those are the top ones. That's so good. Um, oh, one more thing from Mercy. Um, I just wanted to make sure our listeners know that you're a nonprofit. Yes. And so, yeah. um, oh yeah, I need tell to tell them how they need to give you guys money. <laughs> So that, because you serve so many parents and so many children and you need to keep going forever. Well, I, yeah, that is very important. I, 
well, I want to say that I want to make sure that I say that we do not charge any fees for our services because the reason I want to say that is I don't want someone to not call us if mm. they think because you know when you have to get a home study and you go through a private agency you're going to be paying but when you contact me it, it's zero so there's no and what happens is is because we're run on donations and we offer and you know we're not just we're not just adoption helping with adoption support to adoptive families we also provide resources for medical outreach um, booklets and then we yeah we do have our website and so we do have a lot of things that we're covering just the adoptive family the, the new family that finds out and then when they become the birth family mm -hmm. so we have a lot of resources and there are no fees at all involved and so basically if you go on our website we do well we do have the donate button so you just yeah. you hit that donate button Stephanie tell people the website where do they find that and the website is the best it way is. to hold you okay yes. so what the website, website is um dot org, okay. and you can find us on Facebook at DS Adoption and on Instagram at NDSAN321. There it is, friends. Um, thank you so much. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back for something we call good news. And we would love for you to share some good news. Okay. Think Sounds about it. good. Think about okay. it. We'll, on a break. Okay. All right. we'll be right back. We are excited to tell you more about this week's sponsor, Quantum Reflex Integration, or QRI, which combines the powerful effects of cold laser, sound, and reflex integration, allowing individuals to reach their potential by strengthening neurological connections. Parents of children with Down syndrome often notice improvement in behavior, speech, and academics. Heather Hill, a parent who uses QRI with her son who has Down syndrome, says, QRI has helped my son with T21 make progress towards our goals for him in speech and behavior. Our friends at QRI have created a special offer just for our listeners. So head on over to reflexintegration.net and use code QRILUCKYFEW for a free QRI computer harmonizer valued at $159 with the purchase of any essential package today. All right, friends, we're coming back at you with a portion of our episode that we like to call good news, which is when we get to share the big things and little things and everything in between that our loved ones with Down syndrome are doing. So it's time for some good news. Strap on your boots, strap on your helmet. Time for some good news. Everybody excited for your good news. Okay, Stephanie. Yes. Tell us your son and his name. And you told us his age earlier and his age. And give us some good news. Yes. So my son, I have a bio son, Christopher. He is 27. And my good news is um, Chris does have some anxiety and some sens um, sensory issues. And it's a struggle for him to take a shower. But this week, he finally took a shower, volunteered, went right in, and was happy oh about it. And we were happy about it. And we had the sh happy shower dance. Yes. So that's my good news. I love it. <laughs> I love that. That is some very good news. Thank you for sharing that. Um, oh, gonna, yeah. We're going to jump over to some more um, of the people walking around here at DSDN. we got tons of good news coming your way, friends. All right. Here I am at the DSDN talking to moms. I am here with Sarah Holt from North Carolina. Sarah, tell us what you are celebrating in the life of your little guy with Down syndrome. So this morning, um, it was really exciting. My, my mom is um, 
my mom and my dad are with my husband taking care of my two kids uh, while I'm here and my mom texted me this morning that when my dad came downstairs my son Max said good morning to my dad and speech is really emerging for us right now and so it's just those moments yeah I, I'm really sad I missed it, but I'm really, really happy it happened. So, Magical. Yeah, that's, so that's awesome. my good moment of the day. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this over to Christy Cooper from North Carolina. Hey, Christy. Hi. Hey, what's your good news? So my son Kellen is two. He just turned two in July, and he is working really hard to get ready to walk. And while I was here at the retreat, my husband told me that he finally pushed up from the ground all the way independently when no one was looking and stood on his own, yes, with no help. So that's the first time he's done that while I was here. I can't wait to get home and see it. Yes. Oh, I have like that moment when Ace did that ingrained in my mind. It was so amazing mm -hmm. yeah so we're, we're thrilled i cannot wait Congrats to see it for myself to kellen way to go buddy thank you <laughs> i'm here with my friend laura yost from kentucky hey laura tell us what is your good news hi micah yeah my good news is that my scarlet she'll be three in october and she just started preschool and she's the first child with down syndrome to ever attend the preschool so I approached the director two years ago and I said, how do we make this happen? This is my goal. And they've just been working with me and been accommodating and loving and it's the sweetest thing ever. Pictures of her signs are all over the school and the kids love her, the teachers love her and it's the best good news. That is amazing. It's so amazing. good. And you know, shifting the narrative. Yeah. One little preschool at a time. Yeah, and they're all, all being kids. exposed. That's right. That's yeah. awesome. Way to go Scarlet. Yay! Thank Thanks, you. Laura. All right, you guys, thank you. As always, we want to hear your good news listeners about your loved one with Down syndrome. So you can leave us a voicemail at 424-442-9147 and share your good news. And if you happen to have a product or business that wants to help us shout the worth, then we want to partner with you. We would love that. You can email us at hello at the lucky few podcast.com for sponsorship opportunities. You can also head over to the lucky for all the information where the lucky few pod on social media, you can shout out to us there and follow along and a huge thank you to our guest today. Stephanie, thank you so much for what you're doing for the community um, your heart towards adoption and people with Down syndrome and birth families is really infectious and I'm grateful for you. So oh, thanks. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. This thanks is for coming on. Thanks for bringing us sunflower. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, and also a huge thank you as always to our editor and producer, Andy Lara, our co-producer, Val Schleter, our sponsor, and all of you who have shared the Lucky Few podcast with friends and who have listened faithfully and cheered us on. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember that you are, dear listeners, supporting your loved one with Down syndrome. You are a shouter of worth and a narrative shifter. So keep on keeping on. We are cheering for you. See you all next Monday on the Lucky Few Podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Lucky Few Podcasts. Remember to review our show on Apple Podcasts and check us out on all social media at The Lucky Few Pod. You can also support the show now via anchor.fm just by going to the website, scroll down to the bottom, and you can begin your support right now. Lastly, send us your good news by going to theluckyfewpodcast.com and sending us a message via text, voicemail, or email. See you next time.